exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. Welcome everyone to the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show and our City Talk edition brought to you by our friends at David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on Amazon or through the Urban Fieldhouse Media website. A big part of the H2S2 show is to keep our listeners informed, especially during this virus pandemic. So we wanted to let you know what the Illinois High School Association, IHSA, are viewing this pandemic and its effect on the coaches and student athletes statewide. To offer us further information, we have a great friend of the show. He's the Assistant Executive Director of IHSA. Matt Troja joins us on the Holla Hotline. Welcome back, Matt. And how are you and your family doing during this pandemic? Oh, well, we're, we're lucky. Thanks for having me back, first off. And uh, yeah, we're lucky everybody's uh, safe and healthy here in my, in my household. Uh, just, you know, wish we were talking about state basketball and all, all that good stuff this time of year as opposed to COVID-19 and cancellations and postponements and all that stuff. Matt, I'm with you. Matt, what was the decision process like for IHSA as the governor gave the statewide order to close schools across the state to sometime in April? Yeah, initially, you know, as folks may or may not know, we had our eight class 1A and class 2A boys basketball teams in Peoria on the Thursday going through their shoot around. And, you know, at that point in time, we were really just working with the state and then as well as the Peoria Health Department. And we were just kind of taking their lead on things. And at that point, they had made the recommendation that, you know, we had a limited crowd. They, they thought we would be good with that. The teams were in Peoria going to shoot around. And then that Thursday, about 3 o'clock-ish, as shoot rounds were going around, was when the NCAA canceled the, the March Madness tournament and then the NBA postponed. And so I think that had a pretty dramatic effect on everybody. And that was when we had to really take a hard look in the mirror and say, if the, the pros and the colleges aren't playing, should we be playing? And then I, I think that the domino effect really came down from there and, and not I think within maybe 36 hours from there, the governor had, you know, made the decision to close the school. So, um, you know, we were just relying on the health department folks. And, you know, once the, the word came down from the governor, then I think we felt pretty good that we'd made the right decision. And I believe you guys did. Many of our listeners, Matt, want to know what's the final decision regarding the 2019-2020 winter season? Well, yeah, unfortunately, you know, we used the word canceled on our releases when we got that info out. And we kind of had an inkling that this was going to go on for quite some time. And, and we had a feeling that it was going to be, you know, too difficult to, to restart the season. And, you know, it's a it's a once in a, a lifetime, an unprecedented situation. So I'm never going to say never on anything, but I do anticipate that the, the basketball season is over. If we even get back into school here, you're talking about kids who haven't played basketball in months and then you need time to practice again and then to hold the events and you have kids that are, might be playing spring sports. To me, it doesn't look realistic that uh, that'll continue. So for those eight teams that did qualify for state in basketball, they're, they're each going to get a trophy, like a state qualifier trophy. And for the many teams, I think there maybe were 32 left between 3A and 4A. I don't know if we've reached a final decision on that, but they'll probably get some kind of sectional qualifier plaque would be my guess. 
That's great. I'm glad IHSA is considering giving something to those guys because they worked hard to get there. No doubt. How will the decision be made in regards to resuming spring sports if school goes back in session? That's a tough question, man. And we are, we actually just kind of sent out another update on that. And, you know, our plan is at this point in time is that if, if we can get school back going here, or, you know, around the current deadline, which I think is about April 8th, everybody outside of Chicago, and I think Chicago is looking at about April 20th. You know, I think our plan is to go to our board and ask for an extension of our season limitation, which would allow team play later into the year. And, you know, and hopefully then to have a abbreviated regular season, whatever's left April and then probably May and maybe a little into June and then play our state tournament into mid to late June. So that's sort of the hope you already kind of said there. First off, we got to get them back in school. I think that's the first and the most important piece and, you know, that'll be our, our kind of a race against the clock and if we get delayed further, you know, we haven't set that final end date yet. We haven't, you know, we haven't set a drop dead date, but I do think one of the concerns is if we get into May, is there a point in time where the school simply say, you know what, there's no point in sending the kids back four, three, two weeks, whatever it might be for some of their schedules. And they just call the school year. And a lot of schools do that. And they're not going to have kids playing sports. And that may sort of force our hands. And I agree. And that that's a tough decision when we still don't know what the procedures will be moving forward. Which brings me to my next question. As we continue to learn more about social distancing, let's say the schools do reconvene. Will IHSA look to practice more social distancing if the season is to resume? You know, that's a great question. I could definitely see that occurring. I think that's a situation, though, if we can get to that point of getting kids back at school and getting practice started and getting games going, you know, I think we would rely heavily, on, again, on sort of the health department and, and what they recommend. I think for a long time, society, after this and whatever we do, we're probably going to be telling people, if, you, hey, if you've been feeling sick, you know, don't go. If you're immune, compromised, don't go. Those kind of things. If you have asthma or bronchitis, whatever it might be. So I, I think that th- that's probably going to be in effect for a long time. And it's hard to look into the crystal ball and know exactly, but yeah, I, I could definitely see a situation where we are potentially limiting some of the crowds in those sports in the event we're able to, to get them played late this spring or early this summer. Now, Matt, we have a lot of coaches and student-athletes listening to our show. What's IHSA's position on coaches and student-athletes interacting during this pandemic? You know, we are just asking everybody to sort of follow these best practices that have been put forth by the, the health departments and the CDC, and that's just social distance for right now. You know, we don't want our teams to get together and and practice and and do those kind of things because we feel like, you know, let's follow the recommendations of the medical experts and hopefully that in turn gets us through this quicker and we are able to have a season. We're saying just stay away, keep social distance and keep everybody safe. Now, Matt, we talked about spring sports and we talked about basketball. I'm kind of curious how this will affect upcoming season for the winter sports because during the summer months, when football teams thinking about summer camps and things like that, what is IHSA advising coaches and football players to do this summer? To be honest with you, we haven't even gotten to that point yet. We're so hyper-focused on spring and, and hoping that spring gets played. But definitely the fall sports are definitely in our the back of our mind. That Really the first step to that is, is we have what's called summer contact days. Teams can get together, all sports, all teams throughout the summer. Their coaches have essentially 25 days where they can gather their team together, practice plays, games to do both. As we get closer to knowing sort of when we're going to be safe to return, you know, that's going to be the next big thing. Is Generally, you can start summer contact days 
days as soon as your school year ends. For most suburban schools, it's going to be late May, while, you know, CPS gets out a little bit, a little bit later. So they're allowed, usually allowed to start theirs like the first week in June, just before school gets out. So I think the first part of that is, is once we kind of get an idea, the, the medical officials and the schools feel comfortable gathering their coaches and their athletes. We'll have to probably set a new date for everybody that says, all right, summer contact days are going to start on this day. So I think that will be the first big piece for the off season and then moving into the next school year. Matt, does this pandemic and the time away from school and sports, does that affect students' eligibility for anything at all? You know, not really. You know, what our bylaws say is that you have a clock that starts when you get into ninth grade and you have four years within that you can play high school sports. We govern that part. We don't govern the, the amount of time that you could be in high school or for things like that. Certainly kids could maybe potentially if they you know needed to or had to might repeat a grade from this year, but that it wouldn't affect the amount of time left that they have played high school sport. And, and you know, like the grading process in that too is going to be interesting. That'll come more from the, the State Board of Education, but from what I've heard, you probably heard there's, you know, a lot of them are looking at just pass fail because of how limited the amount of time and work they had to do during the semester was. So, Matt, what's the important thing that IHSA would like our listeners who are coaches, student-athletes, and parents to know regarding the future of high school sports this year during this pandemic? I think there's two things. And the first would be that follow the recommendations of the medical professionals who know what they're talking about, who want to keep us safe and healthy. We keep just kind of stressing that. The sooner we all follow their recommendations, the sooner we get through this, the better the chance is that we're going to get to have spring sports. So that's number one. And then I think number two is simply this, that, you know, as we've had to make some of these tough decisions and tough choices in our office, you know, like with basketball, you know, we get a lot of hate on social media and that's okay. It's all right for people to get their outlet and to let that out there. That doesn't bother us. But I just, at the end of the day, I always like to let people know, you know, I think people think of IHSA as this big group. People like to think of us, I think, like the NCAA as this big monolith. But, you know, we literally have about nine people in our office <laughs> who are administrators who go out there and work with the, the coaches and then another 12 to 15 who are just support staff. So, you know, we're, we actually are a small, tight-knit group, and we are people who, who are in this because we love high school sports. We played high school sports. We coached them. We've been administrators, schools, and ADs. I mean, it, it breaks our heart to have things happen that like what happened in basketball. So as people, you know, post, you know, how can you guys do this? And, and you know, this is so unfair. And it's like, yeah, we, you know, we, we agree with you. We, we hate this just as much as you do. Um, it's the last thing we want to have happen. I guess at the end of that, that's why people know the people who are behind your high school athletic association we love high school sports and activities it, it hurts us just as much as it hurts you and, and we want to get back as soon as, as possible just like all the athletes and the coaches do Matt, you guys are doing a great job at IHSA and updating information from this pandemic. Where can our listeners, after this interview, find out more information about the pandemic and how IHSA is looking to move forward? Yep, you really just want to go to, uh, to IHSA.org and, you know, we've got a, a pop-up page as soon as you go there right now that just pops up with kind of our latest information on COVID-19. It also has a list of frequently asked questions that'll help do-nappy parents, coaches, whoever it might be kind of know what they can can't do or should shouldn't be doing right now during this you know also encourage you to follow us on social media so when we have kind of like brief updates that's just what we're doing is we're shooting them out on there because we know not all teachers and coaches right now have access to their email so we're finding it really effective just to blast it out on twitter at ihsa underscore il or on our facebook page ihsa so yeah the website social media place to go well matt take a moment who you want to give a holler out to 
definitely going to holler at all the, the people out there on the front line, doctors and the healthcare workers and the first responders, all the people helping to fight this. My sister-in-law is an ER nurse in Des Moines, and she tells us what's going on there, and it's, it's a little bit scarier than, than what's going on in my household. You know, just a holler at all those folks, and good health and Godspeed. Amen, amen. Well, Matt, as always, brother, thank you for joining us for another H2S2 City Talk edition of the High School Holler Sports Show. Man, we always enjoy having you, and thank you for sharing the information you've just shared with our listeners. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure, and I uh, hope the next time we're talking, it's not about this. hope we're talking about <laughs> high school sports. Today. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you, man. You and your family be safe. Hey, same to you, man. Take care. Want to thank Matt Troja, Assistant Executive Director at IHSA, for joining us and sharing that valuable information on how IHSA plans to deal with this pandemic. We encourage all of you to adhere to the statewide shelter in place as well as practicing safe social distancing and all other measures to prevent the spread of COVID-19 so that we can move past this pandemic. Remember, family, you can follow and holler at us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter by searching at Urban Fieldhouse. Those of you on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports Show page on Facebook. We appreciate all the social media love from you guys. You can also listen to the H2S2 Show podcast by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play and SoundCloud under the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at me this Saturday for our regular edition of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show when we talk Chicago International Charter School Longwood Panther Baseball. Until then, I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey saying, I'll at you this weekend. Stay prayed up, Chicago. Peace. High School Holler.